tips do you have to connect better with people over Zoom? Before you get into any business, find out a little bit more around exactly who you're talking to. What tips do you have to look better over Zoom? Your brain dislikes this image, or certainly it doesn't like it as much as this image here, which it much prefers. What should young entrepreneurs pay attention to in their body language to gain credibility? When you're calm, how are you? How do you behave? How do you move? What's your rhythm when you're calm? Now, when you're assertive, what are you like? Welcome. My name is Daniel Gurley, and I'm the president of the Global Young Entrepreneur Society. The Global Young Entrepreneur Society is an international organization that supports exceptional young people in achieving entrepreneurial growth. My guest today is Mark Bowden, a world-renowned body language expert. He's a member of the Behavior Panel, a panel of four of the world's top body language experts. His clients have ranged from CEOs of Fortune 500 companies to prime ministers of G7 powers. Mark's TED Talk, The Importance of Being Inauthentic, has been viewed about three million times. He is the author of four books, the latest one being Proof and Lies, What People Are Really Thinking. I'm pleased to welcome the president of Proof Plane, Mark Bowden. Hey Daniel, thanks for having me here. Lovely introduction. Great pleasure to be here with you. Well, it's great to have you on. Mark, today you are one of the world's most recognized body language experts, but how did you first get interested in body language and human behavior? Yeah, so when I was a kid, maybe working up to around the age of 10, so in the 1970s, that was, um, natural history television in the UK, in England, on the BBC, was very prevalent. So there were lots of shows about um, evolution, how animals move, you know, their behaviours. And then there was also this, this uh, amazing uh, show, called called man watching with desmond morris and that became actually a book called people watching in the end but desmond morris was very big at the time and so i was kind of obsessed with animal behavior human behavior right from the age of being a kid that's what got me started due to the covid19 pandemic meetings and presentations have moved online at the same time, we know that the basis of any human relationship is the connection between people. What tips do you have to connect better with people over Zoom? Yeah, so look, first of all, find out about them before you ever start into any conversation. So remember, when we first got on our call together, before you pressed record and, and we were doing this interview, I would say, hey, Daniel, where are you right now in the world? Okay, because, and, and I kind of knew where you were, but I want to hear it from you. I, I want to hear what else you come up with as well. What else are you going to tell me about the situation as well? So I, I want people, you know, first of all, before you get into any business, find out a little bit more around exactly who you're talking to. Where are they located? You know, ask them a simple question. Where are you right now? Okay, see what they say. Okay, the probably give you more of an answer than just where they are. Then you could ask them an evaluative question, which is, okay, what, what are you most like 
about where you are? What do you most like about that? So now you're getting to get them to give you evaluative questions about the data that they just gave you. Now you're getting deeper into what kind of runs their mind. So I want you to do some of that. I also want you to look at their environment and notice you know, how much I've lit up my environment so you can see a lot of context around me. Look at the context around other people on calls with you and start to question that in your mind. What does that mean? The context that they're in. What is that in the background there? Ask them about stuff, kind of interview them and their background to find out more about them so you know them better. Because if you know them a little bit better, you'll understand a little bit more about why they're saying or why they might be saying what they're saying or why they might be doing what they're doing right now. Don't go in there cold, find out more information before you start into a conversation. What tips do you have to look better over Zoom? Yeah, so the main thing you wanna do is get your camera at eye level, okay? So that you don't height dominate and the camera isn't taller than you. So just like your setup there, Daniel, which I think is a great setup, uh, your camera seems to be at around about your eye level, just, just like mine is. And so I can even see you just in the corner of my eye because I have my camera kind of in the middle of my screen. My screen is up to eye level. So it's this is a little bit more like we're talking face to face. And that's very different. Let me just change cameras for you uh, here. That is very different from this kind of conversation here. Do you notice how different I feel to you? You maybe don't feel so connected. This is exactly the same person having yeah. exactly the same conversation with you. Now I'm not looking at the camera. I have height dominance over you. You can't see the context around me. Essentially your brain dislikes this image or certainly it doesn't like it as much as this image here which it much prefers because you're on the same level as me. I'm getting good eye contact with you. So that, that would be the major thing I'd like people to change. If someone looks into one of your many videos, it is clear you have great content, but the content alone is not enough. You have to have a brand. So how did you build your personal brand as a body language expert? Yeah, so I think the first element that I did around building this brand was just simply around the idea of body language, nonverbal behavior, movement, and the idea of an expertise in that. When I first started out, I mean, there was, there was Desmond Morris around, and that was kind of it. And then I started hearing about a guy called Joe Navarro, who was an FBI agent uh, who went to talk about body language. You know, um, later on, a few other people kind of joined into this, but I, but I was relatively early on in the idea of being an expert in body language or, uh, you know, human behavior. And then also, how does that integrate into the world of work was really important. There was a lot of people in kind of body language and let's say dating and those kind of relationships. What I was interested in simply because I'd seen there was a, a need and a demand. I was interested in how nonverbal communication could really work in the areas of business and politics and public speaking as well, communication uh, generally. And so that's where I started to build my idea. 
I kind of started off to an extent as a communication coach and was thinking, well, how am I going to be, how am I going to stand out from the crowd in that? Well, if I start pushing that idea of nonverbal communication and body language being super important to that, I can kind of take that area and really own that area and be known for that and that cascade into the work on helping people more generally about communication. So I think the branding piece was about what what can I be known for in a really specialist area that will mark me out from all the other people out there. So I kind of started with that. And just to finish this up, I then got into this idea of creating content around this and that just being about being helpful so really what i try and do now is in the area of communication i just try and be as helpful as i possibly can as often as i can and hopefully like hopefully that's the brand that comes across to people that's the idea that comes across is when you see me in this environment here you kind of go oh i'll 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 listen to mark because i think it's going to help me i think it's going to be interesting i think it's going to be engaging but ultimately what i want people to think is I think that's going to help me. Now, ultimately, you have to deliver as well. But I want people to feel like it's going to be helpful, and I want them to be helped. And my hope is, is that's really the brand for me, the brand experience now. A major problem for young entrepreneurs is that when they walk into a room filled with middle-aged adults, often they are not taken seriously simply because of their young age and appearance. What should young entrepreneurs pay attention to in their body language to gain credibility? Yeah, really great. Okay, so what my guess is, is what's going to happen for, for most of us when we walk into a room and we feel like we're not going to be given the credibility that we should have or the status that we should have is we start either going, okay, I'm going to be even bigger then. I'm going to really take this room. I'm going to give myself a lot of power. And that can look a little bit arrogant and a bit pushy, or we might go in the opposite direction and go, okay, well, I'm not going to take up a lot of space and I'll make myself relatively small and I'll stay out of trouble. Here's what I think you want to be thinking about. How can you be calm and assertive? Calm and assertive, because there's there's no downside to being calm and assertive. Assertive. Nobody ever said, oh, I don't like them. They're too calm and assertive. So, so here's the body language I want everybody to think about because there'll be some universals and there'll be some stuff that's really specific to you. But I want you, you know, listening to this, watching this to think, when you're calm, how are you? How do you behave? How do you move? What's your rhythm? What's happening with your body? How are you breathing? What's your face like when you're calm? Now, when you're assertive, what are you like? What's happening with your body? What's the rhythm of it? How's it moving? What's its tempo? Are there any specific gestures that you might do when you're being assertive? And if you mix the two together, calm and assertive, how would you be? How would you take up space? How would you gesture? How would you breathe? How would you speak? So I want everybody watching this to think to yourself, how would I be if I'm calm and assertive? All you need is one decent, okay idea about that. And now just start doing that as much as you can, as much of the time as you can, especially when you're starting to feel yourself like, oh, I don't feel too sure of myself in this environment. I'm a bit worried 
about, about this. So I hope that answers your question, Daniel. What sign should we be looking out for to know if what we said was a hit or a miss? Stop guessing, start asking people. What could young entrepreneurs be watching out for to catch lies? They're gonna try and give you something that they know you would really, really like. You encourage people to be inauthentic. What would your recommendation be today? Really, what it's really about is pushing on your comfort zone with other people. When we make presentations for investors or gift pitches to potential clients, it is useful to know if what we said was liked by the listener or not. What signs should we be looking out for to know if what we said was a hit or a miss? Yeah, here's what I want you to do. You've got an expert with body, on body language with you, okay? When it comes to finding out whether investors like what you're saying or don't like what you're saying, ignore the expert on body language. I want you to ask them, okay? I want you to ask them instead. I want you to ha get verbal feedback from them. Okay, I want you when you present, when you're pitching, when you're asking for investment, when you're putting your idea across to somebody. Yeah, I want you now and again to stop and to say, I just want to check in with you. What do you think so far? What do you like most about what you're hearing from me right now? Okay, what do you so I want you to ask very positive questions. You know, what do you like most about what you're hearing? What interests you most? What so far is telling you that this would be a good investment? Okay, keep checking in with them. Okay, because it's only around specific questions that you want to be looking at feedback that you get. And also you want a verbal answer that goes with that nonverbal feedback as well. Now, in terms of nonverbal communication, I want you to look out for big changes that happen. I want you to notice if, if somebody lean, suddenly leans back. I want you to notice if suddenly somebody leans forward. I want you to notice if, if some, somebody makes a big turn of their head. I want you to notice when somebody writes something down, you know, for the first time they write something down that you're saying. And again, I want you to think about stopping what you're doing and saying, so I'm just curious. You know, I noticed you wrote something down there. Give me some feedback on that what are you hearing right now that interests you most because that way you're going to get more solid information most human beings on the planet don't ask for clear feedback they just go around guessing at what's going on stop guessing start asking people in business as well as in all areas of life honesty is very important however it is not uncommon for people to twist the truth or even lie what could young entrepreneurs be watching out for to catch lies? Mm, yeah, that's really good. Look, people are, are going to be inaccurate with, <laughs> with you all the time, okay? And they might do that on purpose, and they might do that by accident, and they might do that for social reasons. We, we, we kind of talk in all kinds of inaccuracies all the time for, for simply kind of socially getting on. But here's the thing I want you to look out for, okay? Uh, if somebody is really going to try and trick you with some lies in business, I would say as a, as a generalized rule, it won't be true all the time, but it's a pretty good generalized rule, okay? They're going to try and give you something that they know you would really, really like, 
And they'll try and give you a lot of it or say they're going to give you a lot of it, a lot of what they know you would really, really like. And it will feel like, it will feel like to you, you've, you're about to get this big win. You're about to get this big win. And in a way, you know something that they don't. Like they've given you too much. You'll be feeling like, wow, I just got a lot of what I really, really want here. And they don't know how valuable that is to me. And it's going to feel a little bit too good to be true to other people. When you tell other people about it, when you say, hey, here's what they're offering me. It's really good news. Here's what they're offering me. Other people will go, oh, that's a bit, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Now, here's what you'll do. You'll go, no, 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 it makes a lot of sense because your brain is desperate for that thing. It loves that thing and it feels like it's got the upper hand. This is what we call a confidence trick. They've made you really confident in yourself, in yourself. They've made you really confident that you've got a great deal here and they're the idiot. They've messed up. You're going to find out later along the line that it was you that wasn't so smart and they knew more than you. Here's what I want you to look out for. Okay. Always tell, you know, trusted friend or family, you know, or, or somebody connected to your family. Always, you know, tell them what's going on. Okay. Say, here's what, here's what I'm working on at the moment. Here's some of the deals I got going on. And it's fine. Be really excited about it. If it's really exciting, don't hold back. Be super excited about it. But if many of those friends and family or the trusted ones are going, you know what, I, I'm not sure about that. I'm being a bit, I would be a bit careful. It feels a bit odd to me. Okay. I'm not saying don't do the deal, but just check it out a little bit further. Okay. Just try and stand away from the deal a little bit. Just check it out a little bit further. If it's all good, hey, it's all good. That's okay. If you checked a little bit further, a bit more due diligence and you turned up something, that was a little bit negative. Well, that's a good thing as well. So I hope that makes sense to you, Daniel. That makes great sense. Seven years ago in your famous TED talk, you encouraged people to be inauthentic. What would your recommendation be today? Yeah. Uh, I don't think it would have changed uh, very much today. Look, the, the idea of this um, being more inauthentic than authentic is really, what it's really about is, pushing on your comfort zone with other people. It's very easy to get yourself into a group of very like-minded people where it feels really, really comfortable, but all you're really hearing is your own voice. It's maybe what we call an echo chamber. Social media can often be very like that. We're only hearing our own voice reflected back at us. And partly algorithms do that, and partly our own set of choices do that, and our own comfort level. I would suggest that everybody still push at their comfort levels around who they like to be around. Uh, not, a, not if you feel you know really unsafe. If you feel really unsafe, physically or mentally unsafe, get out of there as quickly as you can, okay? But if you feel, you know, mentally challenged, intellectually challenged, challenged at a sense of ideology, like they're thinking different, radically different from me, or they've got very opposing views to me, or it just feels a bit kind of dull and maybe awkward, stick with it a bit longer. 
although it feels inauthentic and, and uncomfortable, stick with it because, you know, you're good at what you do. You need to find other people who are good at what they do and you need to team up with them, which means you probably need a little more discomfort than comfort in your life. Well, what I've found is that every time I've stepped out of my comfort zone, my comfort zone expanded. Looking ahead, are there any new areas in the field of body language that you're intrigued by? Yeah, so there's there's always stuff that I'm super uh, interested in. I saw I saw some stuff recently with some uh, video cameras that can detect micro changes in blood flowing through the face that our eyes can't pick up on and so it, it it sees the changes that happen as in blood flowing around the face as different emotions happen i was kind of intrigued uh intrigued by that i'm i'm always intrigued by how nonverbal uh works within a digital context because so much more of business is going digital and you know how nonverbal communication works with that is intriguing i work with organizations all over the world specifically right now on how to do this really well and the rest of their you know media email text social media we have come to the end of today's interview which i enjoyed very much on behalf of the global young entrepreneur society Mark Bowden, thank you very much for speaking with me today. My pleasure. Great to speak to you. Great to speak to everybody as uh, part of that uh, society. And everybody, just keep on going as you're going. Keep on going. And I wish you all an amazing success with everything that you're doing right now and whatever you're interested in. Good to see you all. Yes.